Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am back with another review of another movie. Sunday, November 13th, 2022. We're talking about the Fablemans, yo. This is the new Steven Spielberg film. It was uh, put out a limited release on the same day as Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That was November 11th. Don't think that was a good idea from a uh, box office standpoint. But uh, it's supposed to be an awards contender. So I guess that's neither here nor there. But to talk about the movie, let me first back up a bit. Tell you about my experience at the theater. I go to the theater about three to four times weekly and I frequent the same AMC theater and the same Alamo Draft House all the time today I chose to go to the AMC because it's right around the corner from the gym that I am a patron of so right after my workout I go to the theater it's 4pm on a Sunday afternoon in New York City and it's getting colder. I go through the uh, the revolving doors. And I'm looking in the lobby. And it's pretty busy. There is a buzz in the movie theater. Now, obviously. I, uh, I on Thursday night, went to go watch Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And for me, that is part for the course right brand new movie comic book movie big marvel thing i expected it to be busy and then i figured okay it's still opening weekend so people are still going to be coming out and watching this movie in droves so this is why there's so many people in the lobby i go up the escalators have the young lady uh, scan my phone i'm an amc a-list member she points me to uh, auditorium number three. I go to auditorium number three. First thing I notice, it is 4 p.m. on the dot, and it's already dark in the movie theater. And I'm like, oh shit, they're really gonna start the movie right now. I would have figured they would have gone through um, previews and things of that nature. They took a different approach in this specific auditorium. Usually when the previews are going, half the lights are still on in the theater. They acted like the movie was already started. The lights were completely off and they were already running the trailers. Trailers ran for like a good 20 minutes or so as they usually do. But when I took my seat, I noticed that the house was packed for the Fablemans. Um, that was surprising. I didn't necessarily think that this film had a gardener that much interest, especially for, um, or sh should I say, especially before wide release. So now, as I sit there and, and, and I'm watching all the previews, which I've already watched the majority of them before, I think the only new trailer that I saw was the trailer for The Whale. 
because uh, I hadn't been privy to any previews or teasers to the whale before, which is the new um, Brandon, uh, Brendan Fraser movie, which is getting a lot of Oscar talk. Anyways, in those particular theaters at the theater that I go to uh, that have, uh, I think all the theaters have um, wheelchair seating. I usually like to sit in the seat behind the person who usually has the wheel, the wheelchair space because it allows me leg room and because I like to not necessarily spread my legs, but like I, I lounge. So I, I appreciate the legs, uh, the leg space. I already had a, a, a lady and her family sitting to the, to the right of me. And there's only five seats in that row. And this might sound a little standoffish or whatever the case is, but during the weekends and weekday and weekdays, especially in the afternoon, I don't usually have many people sitting next to me in that specific theater. So to me, I was like looking around the auditorium, looking next to me. I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is different. Uh, the movie going experience seems to be on its way back. I tell you guys all this to preempt the movie review because it's part of what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Uh, movies tell stories. And I want to be able to tell you guys the story or the event of uh, how the movie took place. Not necessarily how my day went, but my experience in the theater. So I hope that's a good visual for most people uh, in this regard. So on to the movie, The Fablemans, directed and co-written by Steven Spielberg. The film was a good film. It's been getting a lot of hype and it's been one of those awards darlings type films. And for the life of me, after watching the film, I'll say this outright. It was a good film, like I said before. I don't get the hype. The reason as to why I say that is, I feel like Steven Spielberg in this film, not that he regressed, but he went back to the formula that he knows. This felt like one of his prime 1980s films that's what it felt like I understood that it was a timepiece as well um, I believe Mr. Spielberg was born in the 50s uh, the, the, the film took place late 50s as a young kid uh, early 60s to mid 60s as a young teen to teenager and then late 60s early 70s where he was a young adult but it still had that 1980s movie made feel um, some cheesiness to it uh, a lot of uh, a lot of what the uh, the actor portrayals even though none of them were bad 
they were very cookie cutter. And I, I felt like outside of the mother's portrayal, there was no real depth to many of the characters in the movie, including uh, the young man who was playing teen uh, Spielberg in this case, or Sam Fableman, should I say. Yet again, the, com the comedic moments were good. I laughed out loud a few times. I don't take away from anyone's um, perception of humor but there were a couple of lines there uh, throughout the movie where I heard some really hearty laughs in the audience and in my head right in my opinion in my point of view I was like yeah that wasn't that funny you shouldn't be laughing so hard <laughs> you know but to each his own right movies are subjective so I guess that person found that's hilarious so yeah that was cool um but to segue like I said I found the movie very cookie cutter um the acting was very uh man I hate to say paint by numbers but like it just seemed like your typical 1980s family film in 2022. I I I, uh, I heard this particular critique of the movie earlier from a uh, YouTube pundit, where she said that she didn't learn anything new about Steven Spielberg in this film, and for the most part, I don't know anything about. Mr. Spielberg's life or anything like that. I wasn't aware he had any sisters. So that was news to me. Um, I wasn't even aware that Steven Spielberg was originally from Jersey. So that was news to me too. Um, so take that for what it was. Uh, eventually the, the family moved to uh, Arizona and then California. And that's how he eventually got his start in Hollywood. It was cool to see what sparked his imagination as a kid, um, how he started filming and making movies with families and friends and schoolmates and things of that nature and, and his Boy Scout troop. And not to say that the life that he lived wasn't real but it's very I guess what you call or what you would paint as Americana and from his perspective nothing bad with it it's just that 
it's not much different than things that have been portrayed in other movies throughout the decades before outside of some of the individualistic uh, Jewish characterizations uh, that were that were implemented in the movie obviously Mr. Spielberg having that Jewish background everything else was of him going through the phases of life the coming of age story of a young man during the mid 1900s and and you never you never mean to the demean or um discredit how somebody grew up right you see it in a certain way and that's just what it is and I couldn't necessarily relate to much of it but I could objectively understand how this film is enjoyable I just couldn't relate to it mind you as a youth myself I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood around Jewish kids and I think this is why no well should I let me correct myself not that I couldn't relate to it right because like I was saying before I grew up as, as, a, as a youngster I grew up in in a Jewish neighborhood around Jewish kids and things of that nature um, understanding what their lifestyles were like and all that but this was just so paint by the numbers type deal and it didn't resonate with me not that I didn't relate to it because I couldn't relate to it honestly um, it just didn't resonate because uh, I've seen it so many other times before and it didn't necessarily give me any insight as to you know outside of what movies might have inspired him what side of the family he might have gotten the imagination bug from nothing else necessarily landed with me and I watched this film in the spirit of understanding my history with Spielberg films a lot of the Spielberg films that I've watched in the past they were very awe-inspiring and epic in scale uh, some adventurous some very serious um, some very tied to the era that the movie was made in this just didn't it didn't land and I guess that's uh, that's where I'm going to end this <laughs> man that sucks to say but that's just my point of view though I know that there were a lot of people in the movie theater that, that enjoyed movie and 
they had a good time with it. Uh, there was a good, healthy buzz in the theater before the movie even started. So people were really excited about watching this film. Um, my audience, from what I can see, uh, when I entered the theater, when I exited the theater, it was majority Caucasian. Majority older folks as well. Some younger folks here and there. I could probably count the people of color in that auditorium in one hand. But outside of that, that was my overall experience with the Fablemans. Nothing wrong. Nothing bad. Just didn't land. And that's my take. It was it was fine. In the words of the great Maxwell Jacob Friedman, this movie was ma 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 mid. I'll leave it at that. Thank you for taking the time out to listen. I appreciate y'all. I'll be back next week with some more movies for the father. Peace, folks. Have a good one.